You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must-not-take-yourself-too-seriously and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello, welcome to Pint Size Distant Pod. Every Sunday, we're going to be bringing you something from the Distant Pod archives. We've gone back through all of the episodes of the Socially Distant Sports Bar so far, and we've found what we think are some of the funniest bits. So, if you like what you listen to over the next few minutes, then have a look on the episode description, because there'll be the episode number that this comes from in there, which means... It makes your journey easier. You can then go off and listen to the whole episode either again or for the first time. If you're a new listener, this is quite a good way of getting into our archives. If you have been with us from episode one, it's a nice way of getting yourselves back into some of the old episodes as well. Sit back, relax and enjoy this little snippet from the Socially Distant Sports Bar, our Distant Pod Pint Size Episodes. This is a paid advert from BetterHelp Therapy Online. Now, we all carry around lots of different sort of stress moments, whether it's like big or small. It could be as huge as, how am I going to pay the mortgage this month? Or, you know, I'm, I'm ill, but I don't really want to talk to anybody about that because I don't want to make them feel stressed about it as well. Or, you know, it could be just as, something as small as, how am I going to get to school pickup in time? I've got a meeting, how do I change that, how do I move that, I forgot to cancel that. And lots of the time we keep it bottled up, and whether it's big or small, it can really start to affect us negatively. And therapy is kind of a safe space to get those things off your chest, so whether it's like coming up with plans to, to organise your life a little bit better, or whether it's just having someone to talk to about those things you don't want to stress out your mates or your family with. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable and entirely online. You will be matched with a the therapist after filling out a brief survey and you can switch therapists at any time. Our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash distant. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash distant. So there's not long to go until Christmas, which means if you're hosting, you're going to need to stock up on drinks for your guests. I'll need beers, 
uh, wine, whiskey, gin, vodka, uh, sherry, Christmas time, uh, port. Then get to Aldi. It's the Retail Industry Awards Drinks Retailer of the Year. So you can get everything you need with Aldi with award-winning beer. Quality Food Awards Christmas Retailer of the Year. Buying their brand new carrot gold flake gin liqueur, including drinks. Share the love this Christmas with Aldi. Pommy granite and cranberry in a tree design or blackberry in a star design. I'm loving the newly launched Christmas campaign with Kevin the Carrot and the Christmas Factory. And just listen to this. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. If you're listening to this podcast and you're interested in booking me for a corporate event, don't bother, I'll ruin your night. Um, And there's a sinking feeling that that Mike will be familiar with where you turn up at a show and you just realise that everything is against you. And nothing is in your favour. And as Mike said, you know, yeah. Aretha, Aretha Franklin couldn't have done that. It would have made a difference, yeah. But if you're there for the I, World I, Bowls final, you're there yeah. to watch bowls. You, you're, you're not there to have Barry from EastEnders. Well, no, but if you're there for a trade dinner for the building construction industry in North Wales, you're not there to see me doing some jokes about my dick either. But, I mean, that's <laughs> what you're going to get. So. <laughs> I, I got, Al, I've got to tell you this, right? That I've got two very brief... Uh, Barry-esque experiences of doing corporates. I'm not, I haven't got a Radio 5 show like you, right? I still have to do the corporates. <laughs> I am available for corporates. Um, right. I, I did one in, in uh, it was, it was the, the aforementioned builders in North Wales. I won't tell you the exact organisation. But I sat on a table um, and the bloke who organised it, you know, was, for want of a better word, a dick. Right? So <laughs> uh, my agents listened to this. Uh, I apologise. I spoke to a, there was a, a, an architect sat on the, the table with us. And you got to, you know this, Al, you've you got to sit down and have a meal with the people. Oh, fuck, well, you know, yeah, yeah. Bloody awful. Just waiting to go on. And all I said, to, he said, what do you want me to say? I said, don't say anything, mate. Just just introduce me and I'll get on. And I'd asked for it. When they said, what do you want? I said, I'm, I'm not a diva, just a microphone that works. <laughs> right? But it was like, it was like, well, it was one of those fixed lectern mics, right? <laughs> so I was like, fucking Billy Graham at the front of the stage, right? <laughs> Right. So I do half an hour to some pissed builders. It's just one of the worst gigs possibly imaginable, right? And uh, I came off, and the the bloke who booked me said, uh, "Hey, that didn't go too well, that did it?" I said, "No, it's fucking awful." Thanks. He went, "Just do dirty jokes." I said, "I don't do dirty jokes. Just do dirty jokes with builders, mate. Do dirty jokes." I said, "I don't. That's not the sort of comic I am." But do, just do dirty jokes. I said, I said, not only do I not do dirty jokes, I said, but you sent me an email last week saying don't do any dirty jokes. <laughs> I, I was sat on the table with the, the president of the company I was, I was doing the corporate for. This is years ago now. And his wife, and then the ex-president, the retired president, who they used to invite back for this Christmas do, and his wife... And she leant over and she said, I, I haven't seen you before. What what are you doing here? And I said, Oh, I'm um, I'm the turn. And she said, uh, Good, good, good what, use of the word. What, turn. what 
what are you, sing- singer or magician? I said, um, comedian, believe it or not. And she said, can I just believe say... Can I just say that I hate uh, comedy of every kind? <laughs> I wow. said, right. And then she went, oh, no, hang on, hang on, hang on. There is a kind of comedy I like. I there is a humour I like. Hang on. The racist stuff. Yeah, she went <laughs> over to her husband. Malcolm, Malcolm, what is the humour I like? And his face fell. He'd obviously had to say this at every social engagement for the last 30 years. He went, Margaret, the kind of humour you like is... On Dennis Norden's, it'll be all right on the night. <laughs> there is a... <laughs> Strong start. There is a clip oh, where a dear. TV presenter is being pecked at by geese and turkeys. Um, and Very yet, specific. And yet she her- heroically continues to broadcast despite being in some... <laughs> quite considerable discomfort. And then she went, yes, that's the humour I like. <laughs> that's the sort of humour I like. That's my genre. Oh, and I God. said, I'll, I'll see what I can do. <laughs> you you like this one, right? At least with corporates, they're usually fairly well paid because they're so tall. Yeah. Right? I did one for free once, early days of comedy. I've been going about less than a year. Make mate of mine got married in Exeter. Asked me to come down and do some comedy at his wedding, right? I said, mate, oh, his name's Tom. He lives impossible. in Texas now, right? I said, Tom, that's not gonna, that's not gonna work, mate. Oh, please come down, come on. Awful. Yeah. Okay, so I, I hadn't seen him for ten years. We go to Exeter for the wedding. What he didn't tell me was what he said. Exeter, he meant Exeter Cathedral because, <sighs> because his old man was best friends with the Bishop of Exeter, right? Oh. So I've got. So we that's have a the, big the room. Deuce. Oh, it is. <laughs> so <laughs> we have the service now, Tom's. Tom's not a particularly gregarious bloke, so I reckon the average age of the, of the guests there was probably in, in the 70s. They're all, all friends of his parents more than anything else, right? Oh, dear, dear, dear. So we go back to this little hotel just across the uh, from the Cathedral Green there in Exeter. By the time they get to the best man's speech, everyone's catching flies, right? Everyone's falling asleep, they've got their mouths open. It's just, it, it is dire. Don't, don't mind me saying, right? He gets, he gets on the uh, top table and says... Uh, Mike, come on, do, do a bit now. I said, oh, Tom, no, let's just go to the bar, mate. Let's go to the bar. He said, no, no, come, please, please, please. Shit, so, he, so I get up now, right? Now, I don't know anybody in the room. I only know Tom. <laughs> Ke- Kelly, my wife, is with me, doesn't, know, doesn't even know Tom, right? So I stand up to do this stand-up set, right, for, for 80 pensioners that I don't know, right, oh, for free. Oh. Sat, sat right in front of me, and I mean literally eight feet away, is the Bishop of Exeter, right, in a fucking <laughs> castle... In a cassock with a crucifix on, right? <laughs> and then the bride's mum and dad are sat to my right. Now, now, the bride's dad is blind and almost totally deaf, right? So the only way that he can know what's going on is she shouts my lines into his ear, right? <laughs> now, I've got no plan B. I've only just started doing comedy. That's no plan B, right? So the bit that stuck in my mind is when... I'm looking right at the Bishop of Exeter, so I've got to do this line, so I, I don't know, I haven't got, like I said, there's no, there's no other option. So I, I, do, I commit to the line. The wife turns around to the, to the, to the husband and goes, and then he fingered her. <laughs> right? And the Bishop of Exeter gave me the most withering look imaginable. And it was, it was oh next level, it really was. Anyway. Oh, so tip of the hat to Sean Williamson, anyway. Yeah, good <laughs> I mean, news, Mike. It hasn't been a life wasted, but you are going to hell. There, I have seen mm. in a in a, in 
it must be some sort of promotional event for the London 2012 Olympics. Mm. Um, Tony Hadley singing Gold in a me- in a meeting room, mm. like in a in a meeting oh, room in a, in a fairly you know standard um, average run of the mill um, office room. Yeah, and there's a. There's about 20 people there, and he's got a cordless mic, and he's coming out of a tiny little speaker. And Tony Hadley, you know, let's not forget, an enormously successful singer, and he clearly has been roped into this because he thinks Seb Coe is going to be there. And there's about 15 people there, all with lanyards on. Go! <laughs> Always believe it! Oh, that's awful. Do you know what I can never understand? It's the same when Barry from EastEnders is singing at the World Bowls final, right? Yes. That would have cost quite a lot of money, I'd imagine, for him to do that, right? Yeah. It's going, to, it's going to be several thousand pounds. Yeah. Okay. If I do a corporate, that's going to cost quite a bit of money. If I'm sure if Tony Hadley's doing it, it costs a lot of money, right? Wouldn't it be better off not spending that money and just put it onto the prize fund or give everyone a free pint yeah, or just yeah. do something much more constructive with it? If I can do that gig in North, North Wales for builders, just give them all a free pint. It would have been I mean, better if they'd put on a Roy Chibby Brown video. I think they'd have bit your hand off for that. They'd have yeah, loved yeah. it. But that's why I think Barry deserves all the plaudits for that because, like I said, right at the top, he's going for it there. He's not. He's not taking the money and running. He's yes, not absolutely. Try, he's not dropping an octave. He's not taking the easy route. He's blasting those the big notes out and probably going for it. Oh, I'd have undersold that song if that had been me. <laughs> oh, I'd have done it. I'd have done it in third gear. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's he's generally sweating by the end of it. Yeah. He looks oh. like Wilson Pickett by the end of that. Song. <laughs> Or Lee Evans. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed that little extract from our archives of the Socially Distant Sports Bar. We will have another one of these pint-sized distant pods for you next Sunday. What you can do now is scroll through the episode description, find the episode that that was from, and disappear off into our archives get yourself off on a journey around the socially distant sports bar